Welcome to Here and Back Again. I'm David O'Callaghan and this is a podcast looking at all things releasing weekly on streaming and in cinemas with a bit of pop culture news thrown into the mix. This week it would be rude not to start with cinema releases uh, due to the fact that Saturday, September 3rd is the National Cinema Day across Ireland. A day where you can see any film on any size screen, normal or premium, for only €4. Euro. Uh, what's not to love about that? This is also happening in the UK and the US. So what's an offer for you to see? Well, there's really only one place you can begin. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And I'm about to sin again. Michael Flatley's Blackbird finally lands on the screen and there are a lot of people ready for this. Um, Flatley funded this through his own Dance Lord pictures. Uh, He also wrote it, directed it and of course plays the lead role of a retired spy who is dragged back into the world of deadly espionage. Where do you even begin on this one? Um, Okay, it's... It is wonderfully hammy. It's a wonderfully hammy experience, yes. Uh, It is truly bad, indeed. But it's also weirdly engrossing. Um, The whole story makes no sense. And for a spy movie, it weirdly lacks any action. And any action that does take place happens off screen. It's a decision. I like the decision. Not really. Um, Actually, in fact, the only on-screen violence I can remember occurs to a random bystander who isn't even part of the plot and just shows up to get their neck broken. The movie's cast is made up of men aged 60 plus and the women aged 30 plus fawning over them. But in fairness, this is obviously a nod and homage to the first 50 years of the James Bond franchise. There are at least six or seven quotable lines from Flatley's lead character, Victor Blakely, which each could be followed by the musical cue of dun 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 in the silence that follows each of these deliveries. Um, These quotes would also probably look great on a t-shirt. However, fair play to Eric Roberts, who doesn't just turn up for the paycheck and kind of shames the other actors with his actual ability to act. Tourism Ireland also gets a nice shout-out throughout the film with some really nice Irish countryside scenic shots. But here's the funny thing. Like when you go to see a great movie and it disappoints, what we have here is a movie we expect to be awful, but again, it disappoints as it's actually not as bad as as I'd hoped. Um, It's kind of like a TV movie you would see on RTE on a Sunday eve in the 80s that your parents were watching but with a better budget. I would even argue there's been worse Irish movies in recent times uh, than this wonderful experience. Um, Hello to Wild Mountain Time and Artemis Fowl. Hope you're doing well. But don't get me wrong, it still has the whiff of a bad cheese. But ultimately, it has to be seen to be believed and I would encourage (laughs) a few glasses of wine while watching it. So that's Michael Flatley's Blackbird, which is in cinemas now. For those with a more nostalgic head on them this weekend, there are some re-releases out there. Uh, First up is E.T., which is released for its 40th anniversary this weekend and is 100% a must-see if you have an IMAX near you. Uh, I will definitely be catching that. Um, Let the blubbing begin, as usual. Star Trek The Wrath of Khan, the director's cut, is getting a brief release over the weekend also. And not so much nostalgia as more of a land grab to try and make two billion worldwide spider-man no way home the more fun stuff version is an extended cut which will feature 11 minutes of additional and deleted scenes again all for four euro what's not to like quality choices 
There are also three other new releases. Uh, first up is The Forgiven, coming from John Michael McDonough, director of The Guard and Calvary, and starring Ralph Fiennes and Jessica Chastain. It takes place over a weekend in the high Atlas Mountains of Morocco and explores the reverberations of a random accident on the lives of both the local Muslims and Western visitors to a house party in a grand villa. That's The Forgiven, out in cinemas. Um, three Thousand Years of Longing is George Miller's first movie since the uh, Mad Max Fury Road, and deals with a lonely scholar played by Tilda Swinton on a trip to Istanbul who discovers a djinn uh, played by Idris, Idris Elba in a bottle uh, who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. And finally, in cinemas, there's Fall. Uh, two best friends and adrenaline junkies decide to take on the 2,000-foot f- uh, climb up an abandoned TV tower with the expected not good results. Uh, if you're terrified of heights, yes, this YA feel of a movie is definitely for you. And that's this week's Box Office Cinema, something for everyone. So enjoy National Cinema Day, and now we shall move on to streaming. The enemy does not sleep. He waits. A dark and cunning sorcerer. He has not one name, but many. We knew him. A Sauron. Possibly one of the most expensive TV series ever made, Lord of the Rings The Rings of Power has dropped its first two episodes on Prime Video. Um, Looking like it's going to cost one billion over five seasons, rumours are now that they've already nearly hit the billion and that's just one season and a bit. But listen, it's Amazon, they've got all the money in the world. I'm in as long as it's on screen and I can see where the money went. Whether this new Lord of the Rings prequel is up there with Peter Jackson's original epic trilogy or more along the lines of the much more flawed and padded Hobbit movies, only time will tell. But either way, this massive gamble by Amazon should at least have all eyes on it for the opening two episodes, which just dropped. Also, reaction in Ireland should be quite interesting and very intriguing, especially when the Harfoots, who are kind of some sort of retro hobbits, suddenly rock up with their extremely well-dodgy Irish accents and kind of take us out of the vibe momentarily. But either way, with both House of the Dragon and now Rings of Power on our screen simultaneously, it's never been a better time to be a fantasy-loving fan. That's Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, now on Prime Video. American Horror Stories Season 2, a surprise dropped on Disney Plus this week. The first episode, which is called Dollhouse, in this eight-episode series. It features Dennis O'Hare as a kidnapper who turns women into dolls. Yep, get ready to be creeped out on a weekly basis. That is American Horror Stories Season 2 on Disney Plus. And speaking of creeping out... her name has no id cops couldn't get a statement i guess you get what's coming this is may we're waiting for a foster home to open up so she's going to stay with us your kindness The new semi-horror series Devil in Ohio drops on Netflix this week. Determined to protect a young patient who escaped a mysterious cult, a psychiatrist takes the girl in, putting her own family and life in danger. This new suspense thriller is a limited series and is based on the best-selling YA book of the same name by Daria Palatin. Uh, That is Devil in Ohio, which is now on Netflix. 
Also on Netflix, another new thriller, and that is I Came By. Um, it's a story of a rebellious young graffiti artist who targets and tags the homes of London's wealthy elite. However, when he discovers a dark secret about a prestigious judge, it leads him to a shocking journey endangering himself and those closest to him. With a stellar cast, including George McKay, Kelly MacDonald, Hugh Bonville and Purcell Ascot, this thriller is getting well quality buzz well quality buzz uh, but decent quality buzz anyway and maybe definitely worth a punt and that is why Romeo and Juliet is the most romantic and tragic love story of all time you're finally going to Verona I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon popped a question while you're there it's like Shakespeare said if thou dost desire thou must put thine ring upon it I think that's Beyonce Beyonce I went ahead and made reservations for lunch and dinner every day we're in Verona. Can't we just play this by ear? Brandon Dumpter, you owe me five bucks. Love in the Villa on Netflix fits into that you know who you are category which I love talking about which usually involves a lazy couch ridden tired Nemo day or night watching a light romantic tale of little substance that is both swoon worthy and perfect in every way. A young woman takes a trip to romantic Verona, Italy after a breakup only to find out that the villa she reserved was double booked and she'll have to share oh what'll happen next. Hmm. This one stars Tom Hopper and Kat Graham and yep you know who you are. Enjoy this one. Next up we have Dated and Related on Netflix. 16 single contestants, all sibling pairs, enter a villa in the south of France before going on a series of dates in front of their brothers and sisters. These types of shows are now legion on streamers and continue to get decent viewership so they'll keep on making them until society collapses under their weight. That is Dated and Related now on Netflix. Your Nothing Special is a, a Spanish drama. Um, after moving from Barcelona to her mum's boring town, Amea uh, discovers she may have inherited powers from her grandmother, rumoured to have been a witch. This six-episode Spanish witchy-woo series should keep you at least distracted until Hocus Pocus 2 arrives later in the month. If it's French comedy you're looking for, Off the Hook on Netflix is a quirky French comedy series about two friends and roommates, Leah and Manon, who realise that they both have a toxic relationship to the internet and decide to do the unthinkable, which is abandon all devices for 30 days. Let the hilarity ensue. This one actually looks like really good fun and the premise alone is worth the watch. So that is Off the Hook on Netflix. For the kids this week, there's two big kind of uh, tween releases which look quite entertaining. Ivy and Bean over on Netflix uh, is adapted from a series of best-selling children's books by the author Annie Barrows. Uh, the streaming giant's plans is to produce a series of family-friendly one-hour films uh, telling the story of two unlikely friends, the loud and fearless Bean and the thoughtful and quiet Ivy. Yet, the two discover that an adventure can reveal that even seemingly different people can become the best of friends. Ah, sure, go on. Uh, this week, three different movies have dropped simultaneously and the tweens everywhere are really, really excited by this and there's some great buzz. Um, so that is the Ivy and Bean incredibly cute movies which are now on Netflix. 
Life by Ella is now on Apple TV Plus, the first episode. Uh, following her fight with getting a cancer diagnosis, 13-year-old Ella returns to her school with a new view and eagerness to see what is ahead of her and a positive seize-the-day attitude. This series has been getting really decent buzz amongst tweens since the trailer dropped and is now available, as I said, the first episode on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, and finally on streaming, Little Women on Netflix. Yes, Little Women, again, another version. However, this is a South Korean series, loosely, and I mean very loosely, based on Louisa May Alcott's classic American novel. Drops on Saturday, uh, the 3rd of September, and is set in modern-day South Korea. It follows the three O sisters, a diligent eldest sibling in Ju, headstrong journalist in Kyung, and sensitive young artist in Hai. Having struggled with poverty while growing up, the three sisters unexpectedly find themselves embroiled in a conspiracy involving the disappearance of 70 billion won, or 52 million dollars. Again, I repeat, loosely based on Little Women. However, it is South Korean and I have no doubt that this mystery drama thriller will be a class act worth keeping an eye on. That's Little Women from Saturday on Netflix. And that, as I said, is all your streaming for the week. Uh, on the music side of things, there's a very intriguing mix of releases this week. Megadeth, trash metal titans that they are, and yes, they are still going, uh, released the album The Sick, The Dying and The Dead. Two Door Cinema Club, they are also still going, uh, released their new album Keep On Smiling. Uh, Young Blood uh, has a brand new, his third album actually is released, uh, it's called Young Blood, very properly. And then Tom Chaplin uh, has an album Midpoint. Who is Tom Chaplin? Yes, he's the keen frontman. Beige is back, and I love it. Uh, he is a solo LP, as I said, called Midpoint. Something for everybody or nobody in the audience. That's this week's music releases. And finally, the three things we learnt in pop culture this week. First up, Miguel Sapochnik is stepping down after serving as co-showrunner for season one of the Game of Thrones spin-off House of the Dragon. Sapochnik has spent three years on the project and the move will now see the House of Dragon co-creator Ryan Condal, who was a showrunner with him in season one, serve as the sole showrunner. But fear not, uh, any Game of Thrones fans out there, Alan Taylor, a GOT veteran, will also be joining as the director and exec producer in the second season of the show. As to why uh, Sapochnik left, uh, rumours are, according to the US trades or the movie trades, that um, he initially started the role as a kind of helping hand and ended up three years of his life <laughs> working on it. So I think new challenges, etc., are a priority for uh, Miguel. And also he has a first look deal with HBO, so there's plenty to go with there. So that's Miguel Sapochnik stepping down on um, the very successful House of the Dragon. Uh, second piece of news, very exciting, Brendan Gleeson is set to join Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga in Todd Phillips's Joker sequel, Joker Folie à Deux. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter has confirmed what the role is. God only knows, but I'm here for it. The Irish are taking over DC and I like it. So that is Brendan Gleeson. And then finally, some news that will bring joy to so few and so many at the same time. Uh, Netflix has revealed the second instalment of its two-picture deal with Lindsay Lohan will see the actress star in the romantic comedy Irish wish yes dreams will happen in the film Lohan will play Maddie a bridesmaid attending a wedding in Ireland between her best friend and the love of her life oh lord after a wish gone awry Maddie wakes up in a world where she becomes the betrothed only to discover that reality isn't the one she really wants 
Oh, hell to the yes, what's not to love about this? Also, her first Netflix movie, Falling for Christmas, is released November 10th. That's Lindsay Lohan going Irish in our next deal with Netflix. All very exciting. And that is it. You are all caught up to the beautiful chaos, which is this week's release schedule. There's, there has to be something there for everybody. So if there's nothing there for you, I, I surrender. I give up. Anyways... This is David O'Callaghan for the Here and Back Again podcast, wishing you all the best, and until next week, stay safe and binge happy. So, you're still here. Oh, okay. Let's go with, in this post-credits, in case you missed it section, this one snuck up on Prime Video last week and shouldn't be overlooked. Dog. Dog, dog, dog. Dog is a comedy drama, um, road trip film, directed by Channing Tatum and Reed Carolyn, um, both making their respective film direct debuts. Uh, the film stars Tatum as an army ranger who is tasked with escorting the military dog of his fallen friend to his funeral. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, not since Tom Hanks and Turner and Hooch or Harrison Ford in The Call of the Wild or even Paul Walker in Eight Blow has a one man and his shaggy dog story caused so many emotions to well up and overwhelm me. Also, can I just repeat, Channing Tatum and the dog on a road trip. Absolute good times. So your sneaky, sneaky one this week is Dog, which is now on Prime Video.